This is Radio Free Galaxy. It's time to go. This is the Space Age, and we are here to go. Welcome to Radio Free Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. Well, it's another week of The Mandalorian. We are on Chapter 13, The Jedi, and joining me, as always, for these episodes is my co-host, Adam. What's up, dude? What's going on, buddy? Dude, there's so much to talk about in this fucking episode. I am so psyched to talk about it, dude. This is my third podcast of the day recording, dude, but like, I am the most excited to talk about this shit. And we have a guest. Oh, yes, we have, we have a guest. I was just getting in you know, a little chit-chat with you, but yeah, we do have a guest. Uh, we're joined by Anthony. What's up, dude? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing, man? Thank you for letting me come on this podcast to talk about this wonderful Mandalorian episode. Man, dude. this episode is fucking... If either of you didn't like this fucking episode, I'd be... I'd we could go fuck ourselves if we didn't I'd, like it. I'd fucking mute your mic right now, you motherfuckers. Dude, I was... I was thinking about this all day today. I'm like, there's got to be one guy out there that hated this episode oh, you for know whatever it. reason. Fuck you know them up like, their stupid ass. Absolutely, you know yeah. Mm-hmm. You know there, you know there is, you know there's some complaints, you know. But let's get into your uh, Star Wars fandom a little bit first, just because it's your first time on the podcast, uh, Anthony. Uh, where where did you first pick up Star Wars? Uh, are you an old trilogy fan? Did you come in with that? Were you exposed to them first with the prequel trilogy? Where did you get into it in the timeline? Me, it was the original trilogy, man. So it was around 1994. Yeah. Uh, my, I mean, I was like four years old at the time. But uh, okay. my parents, my dad was an easier, big, huge Star Wars fan at the time. Yeah. And I remember him renting videos from Blockbuster. And we watched every single Star Wars episode, like, movie that came out at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean... New Hope, yeah. Empire Strikes Back, which is my all-time favorite. Yeah, there's nothing that beats the Empire Strikes Back. And then, uh, Ooh, well, sorry. I'm sorry, I let's gotcha. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> we'll we'll get on that in just a minute. Continue, yeah, please. Uh, Return of the Jedi, and then from there it just grew, man. I mean, I watched the prequels. I didn't hate them as much as everybody else did. Like I thought they were, my opinion, great stories told, just not yeah. executed as well. Right. I mean. That's all it really was, and then from and you there, were the right, I mean, you were the right age for him too. Yeah, I was yeah. what ten, eleven, or whatever at the time when I was watching him. Yeah. So, 
I mean, the stuff that bothered Adult didn't really bother me back then. So it was just whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, the stuff that bothered me and Adam definitely wouldn't have bothered you. Yeah, I mean, I know, and I get it. Like as an adult now, yeah. I, I watch it and I'm like, okay, I get it. Like Jar Jar's stupid and goofy, but me, I'm like, well, he's supposed to be a stupid, goofy character, so I'm not really. It's just sure. I get it. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then from there, I mean, it's just been a deep dive. Like, you know, I'll, I'll watch Star Wars series episodes. I've watched all the Clone Wars, Rebels. Yeah. When it comes to the extended universe, I'll just say it like this. Like, I, I've never really, I've never physically read those books. Yeah. But I'll catch up on, like, the wiki or something like that. If there's something I want to catch up on and read about, yeah. I'll do it like that. Adam's, so. Adam's definitely the EU expert, man, because I, I, I've read a few books that he just, like, forced me to read or whatever. Like, sure. I, I think maybe I've read a few of them just because he's told me about them so many times. But I just, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I like to stay in canon, especially, you know, like, I'm, I'm a big fan of other things like, you know, Marvel Comics. We were just talking about it before we started recording, you know, like, I like mm-hmm. I, when things make sense and they're in the canon, you know, like, if I'm a fan of something then I want to keep absorbing that. And if you, right. you know, that's why I don't like in the movies that, you know, I, I, lo- I love the movies. I love the Marvel movies and everything, but it's still not the Marvel Universe until you get the whole fucking Marvel Universe in there. Until I, I get agree. the fucking Fantastic Four and the X-Men in the fucking MCU. It ain't the MCU to me. You know? I'm not going to lie to you, man. The only thing that irked me about Infinity War was, well, let's just get this out there. They didn't have the Silver <laughs> Surfer. They didn't have the Silver Surfer. They didn't yeah. have Adam Warlock. Right. Um, I mean, Lady Death wasn't mentioned at all. I, I mean, I just stuff like that. Yeah. I so, yeah I and it's only going to bother people like us. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Yeah, yep. So. <laughs> anyway, that's that's a whole different conversation we can have in another yeah. day. But <laughs> we we got to get into this shit, the Jedi. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, right right from the beginning. First of all, I thought Dave Filoni was, for whatever reason, directing the next episode. I don't know why I had that in my head, because um, we were talking about it last week, like, oh, when is, you know, Ahsoka going to come in? And I'm like, well, it, nobody's going to nobody's gonna direct Ahsoka's first live-action appearance in anything other than Dave Filoni. There's no fucking way he's going to let anybody else do that. So I didn't know that we were going to get to her right away in this episode, but, man, right from the jump in the first scene, man... You get her, and she is just kicking some serious ass. What did you guys think? What did you guys were you guys surprised that we saw her so early in the episode? Um, you know, not really. Yeah. What really more surprised me was like it was her just metting out violence right away. <laughs> like it, I mean, she's and and it's so like all right, we've all watched the Clone Wars, and it's like Jedi. She's not a Jedi anymore. She right. left the order. Right. Like, does she still hold her Jedi or, or original Jedi ideals? Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah she does. I mean, yeah. she, that's 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 everything she knows. Right. But she's keeping pure to what she was told, not what got twisted on her. You know. Absolutely. And I mean, and, she do, she does refer to that in the episode. She said, you know, there's not many Jedi left. She doesn't say there's not many of many us of left. us. Yeah. yeah. So right. Right. Correct. It, it's um, for a, me. Oh, go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. No. Oh, uh, oh, you man. So, um, for me, no, I wasn't surprised. I mean, I'm. I, when I saw her, when, the minute the episode started, I'm like, okay, we got to get Ahsoka now because my thing is with this. We had four episodes of build up, right? And I felt like Favreau, Filoni were in the room. Okay, listen, can we tease these guys any longer? Yeah. In, ep- in this episode now, I'm pretty sure they came to the decision. No, we need as much Ahsoka as possible because we've been doing a lot of building to get here. 
So yeah. like, okay, just do it. This is probably gonna be our best episode of yeah. the entire season, easily. <laughs> so like, yeah. let's just go balls. To, let's just go balls to the wall. Let's, let's all Ahsoka, yeah. doing Ahsoka crap and just <laughs> destroying people. Yeah. And um, she still has the, the gray lightsabers. Yeah. Um, like, I, I, what, what did you guys think of her appearance right from the start, though? I mean, did are you digging Rosario Dawson as? Yeah. It? Yeah. Yes. Um. I, so I knew you would I, have. I knew I, you would have. No, some no, 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 no. Like, like, like. I was. I had a. Um. I had my reservations, man. Yeah. No doubt about it. You can go back, listen to any of the other shows, like where we mentioned. Um. This this forthcoming thing, mm-hmm. and I had my reservations. Me and Travis kind of had a conversation about this off off the, off the mic, and. Yeah. And it's 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 something it's so superficial and it's not even it's it's not worth mentioning. It's just I have this weird thing with facial symmetry and you know you take a look at Rosario, <laughs> dude. She is a beautiful lady, but her nose, bro. But like I that agree, wasn't really yeah, it. That really wasn't it. It's just like all right, she's a good actress though. She really is. She really. I is. thought she was great, and she and he got game. Mm-hmm. I loved her in the in the second Men in Black. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's fucking hilarious in Clerks too. I mean, she she's fits great. right in. She's she you know she she's the you know, was like okay devil stuff yeah. yeah so like yeah. I mean and she really wasn't she was in an action show but she wasn't really part of the action right so I really wasn't worried about could she pull off an action you know role of course mm-hmm. she can yeah. of course she can she can do she was already done she's done drama she's done comedy um, she's done in between like the the only thing I mean has she done horror eh, well she kind of did I guess she did action in Men in Black it, mm-hmm. I mean just not. Not her being the badass, just her being in, in the middle of the action. So, yeah. but like, once she had her hood off, and you could see like, you know, her species like how their heads look. Yeah. Like then it was yeah then it was a little bit more convincing. When she had the hood up, it was like when she was Tenchu stealth assassin and fucking murdering those dude those those mercenaries. That was cool, but like once she got the the her hood down, it's like yeah. Yeah. She... I agree with you, man. It, honestly, it took me ten to fifteen minutes to get used to Ahsoka in live action. It did. <laughs> I was yeah. so used to seeing her as CGI, like cartoony and all that. And I'm like, okay, right. like this is looking weird. And then as it kept going, especially, yeah. well, I'm not gonna get any further than this, but it's like, especially as I kept seeing her throughout the episode, I was like, damn, like I, this is awesome. Especially when, when you get to see things. like her, yeah, exactly. That's that's what distinguish that as Ahsoka to me is her fighting style because you know dave filoni is a stickler for that kind of shit you know and yeah. he knows how fucking ahsoka's supposed to move how she's supposed to fight you know all, all of that shit and like so the more that i saw her fighting i was like yes this really does feel like ahsoka and then you get those few little looks through her from her throughout the episode where she gives like a little smirk or she does, <laughs> she does something with her hands or something. I'm like, man, she's just really nailing this role. Like, she clearly had to watch the Clone Wars. You know, like I don't know how invested Rosario Dawson is, but man, she really did pull it off and make it believable. I dug it. Yes, I mean, I'm pretty sure she's pretty invested. I mean, she's a Trekkie too. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I I wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if she was a huge fan of Clone Wars and just watched from beginning to end. Oh, abso- I mean, absolutely. I mean, she's know. fully invested in, in yeah. like, geek stuff and, you know, being associated mm-hmm. with, like, the, the Marvel Netflix stuff and, you know, being associated yeah. with Kevin Smith stuff and all that. Like, how could you possibly, you know, not get into it somehow? So Absolutely. Yeah, so we dig Ahsoka. We dig the look of her. Um, let's get into the... 
plot line of this episode. I mean, you've got the overarching plot, you know, that we're trying to deliver the kid to Ahsoka, but the actual practical, let's talk about the actual practical thing of like this, this city or whatever that she's, I, I, one complaint is that I don't really understand Ahsoka's motivation for why there's some prisoners in the city and clearly they're oppressive or whatever, but I don't Mm -hmm. understand or you don't understand until the end of the episode what her motivation is to like exactly go after these people in the city. You know what I mean? Like I, at first I'm thinking there's some kind of high value target that they have, you know, like that guy in the beginning of the episode that's on the wall that they're going to torture or whatever. I'm like, he has to be some kind of high value target or something that she's going after something like that. I mean, in in the end, we finally get the drop of what she's actually after. And that reveal is, is fucking awesome. But... Dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking name dropping, motherfuckers. I know, I know. We'll, we'll, get, we'll that... get to that. But what, what did you guys think of, like, just the overall plotline of this kind of, like, I this gunslinger, like, episode kind of thing? I agree with you. Like, in the beginning, I felt like this just spent a little bit of time to describe what's really happening here. And yeah. then, like, at least have a name drop of one of the prisoners. Maybe make us care a little bit more. Because we're, like, yeah. this is the issue with it. So, like, you get to it, Ahsoka's doing her thing, all of a sudden she shows the prisoner, she looks at him, and it makes you think that this person is some, like, like relevant. Like, you you think he's, like, in my my head, I was thinking, okay, this guy's probably a a Republic member or something, a a senator or something, and he's just here and whatever. But, yeah, you don't get any of that, and I think they should have spent the beginning. My F5 one complaint is that, it's the beginning. They should have just said, okay, this is the city, this is why it's like this, and then uh, at least do a name drop of the guy. I mean, you could... He could be totally irrelevant later. Just tell me his name, like something. Right. Like why was he important to show this prisoner here? You didn't really get back to that, right. or any of them actually. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. but uh, yeah. I mean, outside that beginning was whatever. But I gotta say, man, like beginning, middle, to end, yeah. Like it just flowed. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It really well. Did. He told a really it good just, story. It just told a great story. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just like. Yeah, I mean that's that's my thought. I don't know what so, you think, Adam. I don't know. It, dude, you, we're like driving down the street. We hit the on ramp. Now we're on the fucking freeway, and now we're trying to like make good time. Like hell yeah, dude. Let's not fuck around. Let's get to where we're going. I totally understand <laughs> that they were trying to pack a lot of shit in this fucking episode. I mean, you had mm-hmm. to get through the like the episode of the week where we're dealing with this villain then you've got to get to introducing ahsoka properly then you have to get to the relationship between ahsoka and i we find out you know baby yoda's name you know so we'll talk about that in just a second whether Go-go. we like that or like oh, <laughs> god <laughs> yeah at first at first you know okay so let's get to the part where we finally get to ahsoka's camp uh mando and uh the child that get to ahsoka's camp we meet her, you know, and she starts, you know, testing the child or whatever, or com- communing with him through the force. And um, we find out his name's Grogu. Do you guys dig that name or what? Yeah, it fits. It really does. It wasn't like something that I needed to hear like eight. Like, I, I watched the episode twice. Yeah. I didn't. I was like, wait, what she said I can say his name was? Backed it up. Watched it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, all right, man, that's cool. Like, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. But I like how he reacted, like, when the Mando was actually saying his name. He was like, what up? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, basically, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, the little head bob that he keeps doing. He keeps turning his head. Yeah. 
That fucking thing is too fucking cute. I can't get over it. It is. It's God a damn. You know, you know what? You know what I loved about the whole the whole thing in the camp with uh with Go with, with Grogu. I keep saying Goku. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're waiting for the little guy to go Super Saiyan on somebody. <laughs> Basically. Wow. <laughs> like, what power level is he at? He's at Super Saiyan ass. five. <laughs> right? Dude, he's at over nine thousand midichlorians. <laughs> He's, he's at, give me them fucking blue cookies now, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Is Grogu going to have to force choke a bitch? Pretty much. Uh, no, yeah. the thing that I love most about that is Ahsoka did not, declines training him. Like, I can't train him. He's yeah. too old. Yeah. And, like, they finally explained, since Luke, like, he's too old, too old to begin the training. And Anakin, he's too old. Yeah. We're not going to train him. And it's just like, nobody until this episode explains exactly why not. Yeah. And Ahsoka's the first one to explain it. He's already formed attachments. Right. He has fear. Right. I mean... Right. And, and that's the thing... And, and the thing... That what I hated about the prequels, like, as, when I became an adult, yeah. I came to that conclusion about Anakin and I understood why. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was like, whatever. Yeah. But you really have to have, like, a... like. I'm well, just glad Ahsoka said it. Like, somebody said why. And it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. The it, reason it, why... It like, buttoned that yeah, part up. <clears throat> it, right. it buttoned that part up. Right. And the thing is, is like... And it's not hard to say either. It's very simple. That's the reason why Jedi took kids when they were, like, infants. You know what I mean? They didn't have an attachment to their family. They just grabbed them, trained them. Okay, you have to be selfless, whatever. They don't have they're, any attachment. Yeah, their their attachment is to, the, how it is, is. is to the Order right. and to the Republic. And, like... Right. And she's just like... And she says it. It's like, I sense a lot of fear in him. And yeah. what's Master Yoda's thing? Fear leads to the path to the dark side. Fear yeah, leads absolutely. to anger. Anger yeah. leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. That's what happened with Anakin. He was yeah. afraid that something, his visions of Padme and pain and suffering yeah. gave him fear. Because yeah. he had that attachment. Right. And then his mom was the first one. So his mom was the first attachment he had. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then she dies. And then you know, he goes starts going down the dark path that way. You know what yep. I mean? Right. So, yeah. It, I'm glad Ahsoka said it. Like, it was a breath of fresh air. I'm like, it took you guys 30 years. <laughs> right. I mean, I said this before this came out. Like, it's funny. Like, I had a conversation with a guy five years ago about this. It's like, well, because he was trying to, like, oh, Anakin's a baby. I'm like, well, dude, well, check it out. Think about it. He's a kid who's a slave. Okay. Think about his past. Like, just put your mind in his shoes for a second. What happens to people that are slaves? They're right. mistreated or whatever. You can go down a rabbit hole of that. You can imagine he sees that for 10 years of his life. And then all of a sudden, the only person he's ever loved, he's a single mother, right? Yep. No dad. Yep. He leaves, and then, you know, he has an attachment towards it. I mean, that's just, that's like, it's, it's you natural. know, it's it's natural. Like, yeah. that's what it is, you know? Right. So, yeah, I, I'm glad Ahsoka, thank you. Well, and, I should say, thank you, Dave Filoni. But, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. For, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, do we get do we get too many of those drops in this episode? Because, like, no. We, we, sure, <laughs> no. get a, we sure get a lot of them. No, you know? I think this whole season is going to be, like, yeah. it's going to be, like, just drop <laughs> after drop. Like, dude, it's, it's the, the, the video game quest keeps going. Because, like, hey, Mario, you reach Castle 3-4. Yeah. But, uh, sorry, Mario. Princess is in another castle. <laughs> gotta take Grogu. Oh my god. You gotta take Grogu to the to the next planet. And Tython? Tython is the original Jedi home. Yeah. Like, that's where yeah. the original Jedi temple was. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so, that is so fucking cool. Possibly we're, we're going there in the next episode, so... Who knows? Yeah, like, oh my god, I want to see some crazy Force Vision stuff. Man. Oh man, it's gonna but be awesome. <sighs> 
So anyway, we, we go from we go from there. So they decide they're gonna team up to go back into the town and assault the town or whatever, right? Isn't that what we where we get to from there? Yeah. Am I missing anything plot-wise in between? Well, the only thing really is when Mando got there, and then Mando went to the town first, found right. out about Ahsoka, and they said, "Oh, right. okay, can you kill?" Right. And obviously, he wasn't going to. But outside of that, I mean. What were your uh, guys' first impressions of the magistrate? What were you thinking that she was from? You think she was like ex Empire, or what were you thinking about her? For me, I was thinking like along the lines of like the hut, like the like a crime family. Yeah. I was thinking like just somewhere along that lines, like nothing Empire, nothing Republic. Just like in between, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I was waiting for her to whip out like a uh, a black sun tattoo or yeah. something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's on the same page thought. with that. Yeah, I mean, there was thoughts, you know, oh, this was ex Empire. Maybe could she have been an Inquisitor or something mm-hmm. or something? I I don't know. So yeah, she was cool. She was a super cool actress. I liked her a lot. Um, wish we would have uh, found um, out a little Bruce more about her. Bruce Lee's goddaughter. I believe. Yes. Is she really? Bruce Lee's goddaughter. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Our our friend Brent, um, and Anthony's from Brent. He mentioned that uh, he was like, "What the?" And then he remembered who it was. And yeah, she's she just done a lot of stunt choreography yeah. and a lot of uh, stunt doubling and stuff. And but at first I thought it was uh, somebody else. Yeah. And then I took out a good look at her, like when they got a close up of her. I'm like, "No, nah, she's not that one chick from." Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Because at first I thought it was, but I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. it's not. But I knew she was famous, and I couldn't remember why. Yeah, yeah she yeah, was really right. cool. I liked her character a lot. I just wish we had learned a little bit more about her. But in such a packed episode, what the hell are you going to do? You know? Right, what are you going to do? Right, right, right. I mean, right. you got Michael Bean in this episode, and yeah. like, we haven't even mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, and that was like, yeah. I, I'm kind of bummed that he was kind of more or less a throwaway character, like a plot tool. Yeah. Like him and Bill Burr, dude, how cool would it be for like later on, maybe like season three, you get Bill Burr coming back with Michael Bean and I don't know, pick some more bad guys, dude. And it's like a, right. a, like a who's who, like the epic showdown between like the good guy posse and the bad guy posse. Let's have that, let's have that showdown at the OK Corral. Let's have like, you know, their boys and, and Doc Holiday versus the Cowboys, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I tell you what, guys, um, we got to take a break and uh, we're going to listen to a message from one of our new sponsors and we will be right back shortly. You're listening to Radio Free Galaxy, brought to you by Faker Lager. Faker Lager is the only alcoholic beer with a non-alcoholic label. Because I may be an accountant by day, but at night, who's accountant? (laughs) And we're back, thanks to Faker Lager for sponsoring the podcast. It's the only alcoholic beer with a non-alcoholic label because apparently you kids can fucking read now. So, anyway, uh, we're gonna move along in the episode. Uh, where where are we now? We're up to the big fight, right? The big fight yeah. in the town, the big showdown. And I mean, we get like we get like two awesome showdown moments uh, here. We get the Mando with uh, what's the the lackey henchman, the gunslinger, the gunslinger's name. I don't even think he had one. I don't think he had one. Uh, yeah, this is Michael Bean. I as Lang. Like, 
His, his okay. name is Lang, apparently, which is okay. a perfectly appropriate yeah, Western shorts <laughs> and short yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, his, they didn't give us his last name. What were they thinking? Exactly, it's not very Star Wars if it's not called like Lang Mafo or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lang Bado. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever. He was super cool. I I like the showdown or whatever. You almost can hear the good and the bad and the ugly music in the background. You know. He's trying to be slick, you know, it's like, you know. Anyway. I mean, the best part about it, I felt like to me, like, this showdown was like an old school, like, martial arts, like, western kind of thing. Maybe, I I hope that's, I hope I'm saying that right, but it's like, because how you have it is, right? Yeah. It's like, you have Mando stopping, I forgot his name already, Ray Ling, whatever his name is. Lang. Right, Lang. Yeah. So then he, you have him like holding up, like, "Hey, you're not going anywhere." And Ahsoka, you're gonna go ahead and take her one on one. Yeah. And we're gonna sit here and wait till this is over. Yeah. And I love this because then you get to the bridge, right? Yeah. And you got Ahsoka lighting up her lightsabers, and they're both just getting ready to duke <laughs> yeah. it out, dude. Yeah. Like old school martial. We're going one on one. No yeah. one's stopping us. Winner, yeah. winner takes all. Yeah. And then I love the cutting for back and forth. Like you go to Ahsoka, yeah. fight, ding, 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 ding. They're going at it, and then you get back to the dialogue with Mando and and. Yeah. God, I can't, whatever his name, whatever. He's the dialogue, yeah. Ling, right? It's and a psychological as, showdown, too, you know? Right, because what you hear in the background is, is the lightsaber and the uh, the spear. Like, yeah. you hear them crossing paths, you hear them touching each other, and they're just going at it, and they're both waiting for the winner, you know what I mean? And yeah. Ling's getting closer and closer, and they're talking, and it's like, yeah, man, you know, hey, you know. You know, you know what? It's just... The only yeah. way that could have been better is if Michael Bean would have channeled a little bit more of his Johnny Ringo. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's cool. It's cool because you know what it reminds me of on a v- much smaller scale. It reminds me of in Return of the Jedi when you have the fight going on on the forest moon of Endor, and then you have the fight going Fucking, on yeah. on the Death Star. You know what I yes. mean? You have you have you have yes. two things, and they're cutting back and forth. And one, you know, that one is for the ultimate, you know, the ultimate prize. But the other fight is still really important. But you use right. that other fight to telegraph, you know, the importance of what's going on yep. on that bridge between Ahsoka and uh, I, the magistrate. I can't remember what her name you is. You nailed it. Like, you know? that's it. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Yep. So, exactly. I, I, I would have liked, one of my gripes is I would have liked those droids to be a little more badass and i would have liked it i, I yeah. love that scene when you see the one like flip on top of the roof that was super cool <laughs> yeah. love that you know and uh but I, I wanted to see them when they're sitting there fighting and they're having that showdown uh mando and lang i i was waiting that whole time like dude where are the droids those droids are coming don't get too overconfident mando because those freaking droids i think it would yeah. that would have been a cool cool opportunity you know like lane uh, like uh, the three of them, like, working to try to, like, nail down the Mandalorian and him just, yeah. like, kind of yeah. doing his thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, just taking hits because he can. But, you know, right. the fact that they didn't come in goes more to the point that this fight, that fight is really inconsequential, and they're both just telegraphing and the importance of what's going on inside of, you know, that keep or whatever you want to call it inside of, you know, those gardens where the magistrate lives. So yeah, I, I love that fight. It it was so cool, and just the, the action between the magistrate and Ahsoka. There's so much care put into this. I mean, I don't think it anybody, is. nobody besides like maybe Favreau could even approach something with as much care, you know? Yeah, and and, uh, and, and Filoni. I mean, 
I guarantee you. Okay, so we, we kind of skipped the one fight between Mando and uh, Ahsoka. Like, it was brief, but yeah. even that little fight there, that yeah. brought back so many memories of, like, Clone Wars stuff. Yeah. Like, that's what he would do in Clone Wars or Rebels. Like, that's the kind of fight we'll see. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was so, like, it was just so beautifully done. Mm-hmm. And just, okay, the one thing I geeked out about the most when the Magistrate and Ahsoka went at it, okay, she lights up her lightsabers, right? Now, pay attention. Like, when she lights it up, right? Uh-huh. Notice. Look at her right leg. Her, she kicks it out a little bit. Yes, I and saw like, that. I saw and, that, man. Oh, yes. my God. When I saw that, I was like, ooh. I, I guarantee you that was a uh, – I'm sorry, the actress's name. I know she's Bruce Lee's goddaughter. I guarantee you she had some input in that. And she yeah. was like, here, do this, okay? And I, that, and then, oh, when she did that, I, I, geeked out, I jumped out of my seat. I'm like, oh, we're about to see some cool shit. Her name, her <laughs> name, is, uh, her name is Diana Lee. Diana Lee. Santo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The character's name is Morgan Elsbeth. Um, but you know what, Anthony? I totally picked up that little foot kick too. Yep. I mm-hmm. totally got that, and I'm because I'm watching Ahsoka's fighting style. You know, like maybe maybe I'm being you know too critical or whatever. I'm being too much of a Star Wars nerd, no. but I'm watching her fighting style. You know, to see if this is gonna feel genuine to the Clone Wars, and yes. it absolutely did. Let's talk about a few of the other Filoniisms. I'm going to call them Filoniisms <laughs> that we saw throughout this episode because there are a ton of them. Of course, we get Loth Cats. Like, how could we not get yeah. Loth Cats? When, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. You know, so we get that. We get Ahsoka's Owl. I caught that in the tree the right away. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any other ones that you guys picked up from the Clone Wars? Um, a lot of Ahsoka's combat style is very reminiscent to when she was still a youngling. Yeah. Or not a youngling, but like a Padawan under mm-hmm. Anakin. And, I mean, she's still... I mean, there's so much you can do with live action, but like, oh, you're gonna raise, you're gonna whipcord me and then get me in the... No, no. Let me show you how this works. Yeah. You know, force leap up over, reignites the lightsabers, yeah. and it goes immediately on an attack. And it's just like... Ugh, man. But, like, <laughs> so, like, all right. As Travis said, I kind of I deep dive a lot more in, like, Wikipedia and the EU and all that. And, mm-hmm. like, and I was telling him, like, I don't know. Like, just dumb, like, stupid Star Wars trivia. Like, dude, Beskar is like, one of the few things that can stop a lightsaber. He's like, what? And I'm explaining it to him. I'm like, there you go, Travis. Beskar stops a lightsaber. That's I, didn't why dis- I, been, I just didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't disagree it was like, with you. I no, just had but it's nothing... Like one of those, I had no yeah, evidence no in canon. You know what yeah. I mean? So right, maybe, yeah, maybe right. there's something that I missed in, in one of the Clone Wars episodes that nope. I'm forgetting or you something. No. no, you didn't. Right. It's something from the EU. It's something from, you know, um, it's, from the Man- it's from the Mandalorian Wars. It's from, you know, the Old Republic mm-hmm. era. They don't really touch on it in, um, in the Clone Wars. They don't Wars. touch on it at all. And that's, yeah. and that's one of the sad parts about the show. Like, I, I didn't know about it either till honestly... I watched Mandalorian. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't know anything about it, but like, I'm happy that Filoni said, "Okay, you know what?" Like, because I mean, he took something from the EU, he brought it yeah. in and made it canon, and like, that is a really great sign. As long as Filoni is still associated to Star Wars, yeah. like, as long as that relationship doesn't go away, like, there is a lot of like really cool stuff that can be brought in. Oh, me. absolutely. Uh, Do you guys think ton. that he'll eventually take over for Kathleen Kennedy? Or I hope so. Or you think maybe Favreau would do it and keep like Filoni in creative control? I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I hope. I hope, so. I hope, uh, I hope, so. I hope the the mouse like sees that as 
Honestly, man, I'm at the point, like, this is where I'm at. I, I, I want them to stop doing movies. Like, just in general, yeah. let's keep it to T. Let's keep it to this. Let's do live-action TV shows instead. I think you can flesh out a lot more with TV shows. If you want to do a movie, okay. But it just But I want a now, good story. I want a good story. Just I just don't want... I, I, they're giving people. They're giving people movies... Before they even have a script. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're, they're giving people multiple movies before they even yeah. have a fucking script or a story idea. I don't like, know if maybe they have at least a pitch. I'm, I hope they have at least a like, fucking pitch from these motherfuckers before another, they give them three movies. There's a Star Wars. <laughs> there's another Star Wars sto- a story or trilogy coming with Obi-Wan. Yeah. I like, I mean... Like Ewan McGregor confirmed it. He's yeah. signed on. Like right. he signed on. They. I yeah. think right now what's holding it up is I think the writer had a disagreement with creative. I think that's what held it back, and then COVID happened. Yeah. Um, because they but should like, have been filming this year, but they're not. Well, and um, and the thing is, is like okay, so like all right, we'll sidetrack from like the episode oh, itself right, and just right, talk right. about the mouse aspect. Like, dude, like I I, I don't dislike J.J. Abrams, but. Let's not do that again. Rian Johnson? Um, no, never again. Please oh, don't no. Even, yeah, don't. Yeah. I, you know, I don't. I don't My, blame. I don't blame either one of those guys though, because there was no plan from the top. There was no right. fucking was plan, no plan from the top. And I don't know if that came from Kathleen Kennedy. I don't necessarily blame her, but I. There was a big uh, who did it ball come drop. from? Right. Yeah, right. There was a big ball drop by not having a fucking plan. You can say whatever you want about the prequels, but I can at least watch them. Because there was a fucking plan and there was a story told. Whether you like how it was told, mm-hmm. whether you like Jar Jar or not, there is a fucking Star Wars story there. Yep. A- at the heart yeah, of I it. Agree. I and agree. And I can watch that. There is no cohesive story told in... Okay, I didn't, whatever. We no, don't no, 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 no. Let's do this. You're right. There is no cohesive stuff from beginning to end. Now, here's my... This is the biggest... Like, Okay, episode 8 was what? Force Awakens, right? No, I was okay. Episode seven's Force Awakens. Also, I'm sorry. Episode seven. I apologize. I got it. All right. Episode seven. I was okay with. I didn't yeah. hate it. Yeah. I was like, it's an homage to a New Hope. I'm like, okay, this is the only in my mind. I was like, yeah. this is the only movie that can do that. The yeah. rest of this needs to be fucking different and be exactly. a good story being told going forward. I don't exactly. care. Yeah. I'm like, I'm fine with it. Okay, cool. You did a whole planet weapon thing. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. All right. But then you get to number eight. And okay, I wish eight, I could get Juan okay, Rodriguez okay. on this because we talked about the about Here's episode the nine eight, yesterday. Eight. The problem with eight is that it was. It's I've fucking, never seen him. I've never seen a movie in my life. Okay, tell me this it's right now. Heavy, it's heavy-handed <laughs> political commentary, which Star Wars is not void of political even, commentary. It always has been a political commentary, absolutely. but it was it was done subtly. It was done gracefully. Yes. You know, the story element was there. Eight was fucking like. Are you woke? Wake yeah. up. I don't even like, know what was that. Here's the issue with eight. The issue with eight is I've never seen a movie have a great opening. Because let me tell you something right now. That opening for episode eight was awesome. I, I mean, can we did this? Can we uh, can we agree to that? Like, it's yeah. awesome. Like yeah. action. Yeah. The lady dies. I'm like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing I ever saw, right? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my god, episode eight is gonna be the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then we get to after the beginning, which is yeah. the middle, yeah. which is okay. Yeah. Finn wakes up. Okay, whatever. I don't care. And then you get to 
Okay, um, what's his name? The, the red-headed idiot. He goes out and says, oh, I have a, a, a string to whatever, whatever comment he made there. And then it's like, okay, cool. I'm taking this as he has a spy inside the Republic, and that's why he can follow them, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's, that's a great idea. Let's fuck with that. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah. You, don't, you find out it's not that. You find out they have, a, they have a way to track through hyperspace, and they can constantly keep following them. The issue with that is, is that after they follow them, they say, okay, we can't do that again because we're going to run out of gas and they're going to catch up to us. <laughs> yeah. The problem with that is the story never moves. It just stays here. I'm going this speed. I'm going this speed. Whoever runs out of gas first loses. Yeah. And that's where the problem with episode 8 is. Right there. Because it doesn't go anywhere. You could have easily done this. This this, this fixes episode 8. I'm sorry, I'm going on the whole thing. No, go but ahead, no. <laughs> this is what fixes it. Seriously. Mm -hmm. If you remove that and then you make Laura Dern's character. What I would have done was, I would have made Laura Dern's character the turncoat. Yeah. Have her give information to the First Order. What I would have done was, the Republic was going to go to all these different, like, just different areas. Like, you know, hey, we need help, whatever, we're here. And every time they get there, you know, the First Order shows up. And it's like, oh, okay, so they have a turncoat. Yeah. And then what you do is, because th this was supposed to be a Poe Dameron, uh, like, character building story right yeah. this is what it was supposed to be and you saw that like he fucked up in the beginning and leia's like no i'm de i'm demoting you because you fucked up and didn't listen to me you have to earn your stripes and i'm like i'm down with that but how does he earn his stripes later um he tells the lady that she's a traitor <laughs> and uh because he won't tell her the plans yeah. and you find out lord Dern isn't really a turn is it anything she's just my only plan is to ram this fucking ship with hyperspeed into that ship because there's nothing else we could do. The, yeah, the big... Pr I totally agree with you, Anthony, on a lot I'm of those sorry. things. I, so, it, no, it, no, no, no. You, you know what's but, making us so angry about those sequels right now is because we're watching something in The Mandalorian that has been planned out so well and does right. tell such a cohesive story. Even when you get your bottle episodes of The Mandalorian, where normally they would be throwaways in any other show, they right. do still advance the plotline a little bit. And they stay cohesive. You get you get different directors that come in for each episode, and they put their own little spice on each one. Like there's no way that if you're a Star Wars fan, you can't. If if they didn't tell you in the credits that Dave Filoni directed this episode, you would know. You would just know, man. There's no way that you he didn't do it. Yeah. And and the one with Bryce Dallas Howard was so good this year. And just yeah. like oh my e god, each. Each director puts their own little spice, but they keep with the same story because you Carl have Weathers two people. episode was great. It was super great. It was super great. So let's get back to the episode I'm sorry, anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. No, no, totally cool. That's what happens in Star Wars. When you see something so good like this, you look back at those other things that could have been good, and you're like, damn, why couldn't you just do this? You know, right. so we get to the end of the fight, um, and then we get our biggest drop. I think it's the biggest drop of the entire of the entire episode where we get the name Thrawn. Dude, that, <laughs> Adam, that like, Adam, go dude, ahead. Go dude, ahead, Adam. <laughs> that, that rivals, that rivals like, dude, man, when Bo-Katan took her helmet off and it was Katie Sackhoff, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. I was like a little kid in the candy shop. But then they mentioned Thrawn. I'm like, oh dude, I'm conflicted in which I like more. Yeah. I am. Oh, I, I don't need, I, keep me away from my MDB. I want who's playing Thrawn to be a, so big of a surprise. Like, Oh my god, I can't wait. I I don't know who they have. I don't know who they have, and it's going to take all my willpower not to look. 
Um, my <laughs> first, my first, I don't think they've announced it at all, but my first instinct would probably be um, Mads Mikkelsen's brother because he voiced Thrawn in the animated series. So. Oh, okay. There and he does yeah. kind of look a little bit like Thrawn, you know, so uh, I can't remember his name. Adam, if Hold you've on. got I'm, IMDb. I'm, yeah, I've got it up. Hold on. I'm going to try to see if I can find him. Yeah, he's like Lars Mickelson. Lars, Lars Mickelson. Ah, he was a little older. But no, no. Let's touch up the hair. Get rid of the goatee. Right. Paint his face blue. Give him some okay. red contacts. Right. Yeah. He he yeah. looks a, he yeah. looks a lot of like Mads Mickelson, and Mads Mickelson would be a good actor to play uh, Thrawn as well. But if the, if the dude's already voicing him in the series, and you know, right. Filoni has worked with him before, why wouldn't you just bring him in? He can totally play that role. Right. But then again, um, you could have said the same thing about Ashley Eckstein because Ashley Eckstein really wanted to play Ahsoka too, and they brought in Rosario Dawson Rosario, instead. They brought in Rosario, yeah. You know. So they might they might want to. I I say look a little bit. I say if if you don't like the the choices, if they're casting for it, if they don't like it, I say okay, go to Lars Mikkelsen and then keep it there. But me, I would like to. Let's let's let's. Let's really cast this. Let's let's really give someone a shot to to to, to play through. Cause, I mean, and dude, I. <laughs> He's gonna be in live action. Like that's the part that gets me. Like, I never thought ever in my life watching Star Wars that I would see Ahsoka in live action. Yeah. Or Thrawn. I know. And I'm getting. And here's the thing. I don't even think we're gonna get a Thrawn. Okay. Here's my little thing. Okay. We got Thrawn at the end there. Yeah. Um. My head was. I mean, when Ahsoka was looking for somebody, I wasn't thinking Thrawn for some reason. I think the reason is is because. Um. What would it be? Five years after. This is five years after. Um. Yeah, five years after uh, uh, Empire. Battle of... Right. Yeah, Battle the Jedi, of, sorry. sorry. Uh, right. Jedi. Return of the Battle Jedi. Of Endor. So, yeah. Battle of Endor, right. So, like, my mindset went to... Because you got to remember, too, like, this is five years after the Republic did some cleanup with, with right. the Empire. Right. I think at this point, the Aftermath books were done. They 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 get they wiped out whatever it is there. So, my head was, I thought Thrawn was gone already. You know what I mean? I, I'm yeah. like, okay, whatever. Because yeah. at the end of Rebels... They're looking for Ezra, right? Because at yeah. the end of Rebels, what happens is, and it's the weirdest thing ever in Star Wars. Yep. It's he has a bunch of whales, <laughs> yeah. and I don't get it. And then he transports Thrawn somewhere, and then I find out in the books later that Thrawn is still around somehow. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So, you know what? yeah. Honestly, it, had they not used Michael Bean in this episode, yeah. looking at uh, his picture of him, yeah. he could have actually played Thrawn. He totally yeah. could. But I mean, but, um, you know. Yeah, so then... Go ahead, go ahead, Dan. I'm sorry. So, like, yeah, like, I, I wasn't thinking... For me, I was thinking she was looking for Moff Gideon because Moff Gideon's the yep. one we talked about the most. Yep. So I was like, oh, she's just looking for Moff Gideon, and at the end, they're all going to come together and stop Moff Gideon, or do whatever to Moff Gideon and get the dark saber back and then try to get back Mandalore, right? Right, right. So, but she said Thrawn. I'm like, whoa, so Thrawn's still around doing his thing? So Thrawn yeah. is still kicking ass out there yeah. somewhere? Yeah. Or is he, like, on the down low... Like, like how Darth Maul was. Darth Maul was still around, but just he was an underground criminal guy that no one knew about except for a few right. people. Right. So, I wonder what it is with him. Like, is he like big time Empire, like Moff Gideon, going around doing his thing, or is right. he just like on the down low, like taking care of everything? You know, is yeah. he the one like next to the Emperor? Not next to the Emperor, but is he receiving information from the Emperor? Yeah. And then like handling things somewhere. Or or is and he, or is he just orders. off? You know what I'm saying? He, or, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Or is he just off doing his own thing? 
You know what I yeah. mean? Is 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 he? Because Thrawn's that kind of dude. You know, like he was kind yeah. of like, I, I maybe you guys disagree, but he was just kind of associate. I mean, he was part of the Empire. Empire. You know, but like he had his own ambitions. You know what I mean? He had his own Absolutely. ambitions. He had his own things that he wanted to do. Um, and I I don't know. I think we're probably not going to get to him until season three. It seems like we really got to deal with this Moff Gideon situation, and I really don't feel like both of them would be working together. I don't know. I don't think so either. I think it's more of a Moff Gideon is doing his own thing, and I think he's receiving orders. I think it's either Thrawn is on. Okay, I think it's the Emperor, and I think it's Thrawn. Yeah. And then I think every I think it's everybody else under there. So it's like Moff Gideon, whoever else is left running the show, basically. Mm -hmm. So it's like. That's how I think it's happening. Yeah. But oh, it's just uh, and, I can't and it opens it. so like, it, when you say yeah. Thrawn too, when you say Thrawn and you're making that a reality, then it brings in so many other characters that could. Pop well, Ezra, up. like you what know, happened with Ezra? It, that's right? my first thought. That's the first thing I'm like. Well, we're going to this Jedi Temple now. Now that's mm-hmm. our next destination. We might have a few stop offs in between, but eventually we're going to try to get to this Jedi Temple, and. You, they're going to try to contact the Jedi. Is it going to be fucking Ezra? Is it going to be... There's been rumblings that Mace Windu is going to come back somehow in <laughs> Mandalorian. I fucking yep. heard that. You know, who knows? That. You know, like, who could it be? Is Are we going to fucking... Are, are we going to run into Luke? Like, what the fuck is going right. to happen? Right, I would you know? love for them to recast the younger Luke. That's just me. I know people are like, eh, don't do it. I'm like, do it. Who cares, dude? Mark Hamill cannot play this character anymore. Give it to somebody else. Like, let somebody... I want to see Luke in his heyday. You yeah. know what I mean? Cast somebody to a show yeah. about that. Fuck okay, yeah. We want to okay. see Luke with all of his power fucking kicking ass, man. Absolutely, dude. Because we so, wanted that so bad in the sequels, and they oh, didn't fucking so, give it to us. Okay, so, I'm um, looking at okay. IMDb. And I'm feeling kind of dumb because I didn't know that Katie Sackhoff voiced Bo-Katan in the, the animated series. Oh, I, we talked about that, man. Yeah, no, we yeah. didn't. Oh, come on. We did. Well, yeah, you know what? I probably Bo-Katan, yeah. yeah. I probably just assumed that you knew that shit. Man. No. Where you been, man? Where the fuck are you hearing fucking troll IMDB like you, dude? <laughs> My brain is full of other useless knowledge, man. You need to get your head out of that EU bullshit is what you need to oh, do. I'm sorry, dude. I'm not sitting here checking out fucking, uh, uh, you know, celebrity schmodowns with, like, you know, Matt Whitwer. <laughs> Whitwer uh, and stuff, you know? Sam Whitwer, but whatever. Yeah, I hear you. Right. So, okay... Actually, and here's the other thing too, by the way. Hold this on. Interests me. Oh, sorry, Speaking of, what? Sam Witwer, yeah. he could be yeah. Thrawn. Look at him, dude. Check out he, his IMDb he page. One hundred percent could be Thrawn. Absolutely. That would be so awesome. Oh, and he could, he yeah. could do the voice too. Oh, awesome. He there you go. The there you go. See, do something like that. That'd be dope. I absolutely like that idea a lot because I like that dude, and he is a Star Wars fucking nut. <laughs> dude, he is fucking super nutty. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Let's wrap up this uh, episode. You guys got anything to say that we didn't get to yet? I mean, oh, we know where I... we're going next, but, I mean, is there anything we didn't mention that you guys want okay. to get to? So here, here's my thing, right? Yeah. So I find it interesting. Like, okay, one, it, it makes a lot more sense now as to why Yoda was able to live so long. It yeah. seems like to me that his kind or whatever they are, mm-hmm. it seems like they age very, very slowly. Right. Right, you know what I mean? He's cuz okay, so did you guys know that 
baby that Grogu was born the same year as Anakin was? I did not, but I mean, yeah, that is another drop that we got. I mean, and oh, I forgot about that. We, yeah, we didn't, we training. didn't even talk Coruscant. about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Did we get too many drops in this fucking episode? Because I totally, that's a huge part of canon that's that we just got part, dude. that we totally forgot about. All three of right. us, like, my god. So yeah, he, this fucking Grogu grew up in the fucking. In the in the Jedi Temple on Kursanth, and he could he could have been there when Anakin fucking slaughtered him. I mean, oh my god, dude. right? And who took him away? That's the other thing too. He said a Jedi took him, away, or someone took him away, and it yeah. goes dark from there. Yeah. So like, here's the thing, right? So today, like before I did this podcast, yeah, and I had to confirm to see if this was true. So I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. So a guy says, yeah, Anakin, uh, Grogu and Anakin are the same age. Yeah, they were born on the same year, not the same day, just same year. Uh-huh. And they're the same age. So I'm like, okay, all right, so the same age. So what if, now, granted, this is if Filoni is pulling from the extended universe, okay? Right. This book is technically canon, but not really. Uh, the book of um, Darth Plagueis the Wise and, uh, God, Emperor Palpatine, right? Yeah. yeah. What happened in that book was they were messing around with the Force and something happened. Yeah. They don't know what. They just know something happened. Right. What happened was was that uh, the Skywalker mom got pregnant. Right. Right? Because right. they did something with Force, and then she just got pregnant with this immaculate conception. Right. What if Yoda... Fucking Star Wars and, Jesus. Right. What if Star Wars... What if Yoda and somebody else did the exact same thing the exact same year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that and be ironic was messing if, with if, shit. Go, if right. Grogu was the chosen one? Right? Are they Maybe, born? Are, are the Yoda species born of the Force? Because I mean, it seems That's to be it. so ingrained in them. Are they born of the Force? And I mean, do you have to get two Yoda species together, Yoda and Yaddle or whatever? And do they fucking just you know meditate until they fucking make a new? Right. How does it happen? Because you know they're that's, not going to use science. You know. Right. Well, and that's like really an interesting thing because like. Ahsoka mentions the only species that, that she's seen has been was Master Yoda. Yeah. So Ahsoka's never seen Yaddle, who <laughs> was on the Jedi Council. Yeah, who was on the which council. doesn't which doesn't necessarily mean that like but oh yeah that like, does that does predate doesn't Yaddle being on the council predate when she would have come in during the Clone Wars though, because you don't see her in Episode you don't see Yaddle in Episode two do you just you in don't. one right. Yeah, I believe so. so. And and um, Obi Wan I th- is on the council in Episode Three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I don't know, but it, it's something. I I I feel like they did something similar yeah. to what to what Palpatine and what Darth Plagueis were doing. Totally. Just in just in the to... Jedi way instead of with like the dark sciences way that you know. Correct. Uh, yeah. Totally. Correct. Adam, you got anything that we missed, man? Um, trying to think. No, not really. I mean, nothing out of place. I mean, well, oh my god, so many name drops, dude. They're going to type. So many name drops. Where do you Where do you guys think they're going next next episode? So this was episode. They're going back to Navarro. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. I don't <laughs> think we're gonna get to the, here. Unfortunately, I don't think we're gonna get to the. I think the ending for this season is gonna be a confrontation with Moff Gideon. Yeah. Um, I think at some point we're gonna. I think, I think that's when we're Tom's gonna get to come back. 
I think um, I think uh, yeah. on Tython is is where we're gonna leave off on episode uh, for season two. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we're gonna get much of Tython this season. Maybe that's something that's gonna touch on next season. Or I could be wrong. I mean, the last episode could just be hey. We deal yeah. with Moth Gideon the next episode, and then, hey, episode 7 and 8, we're on Tython. And then yeah. Mace Windu shows up with one eye. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> Who knows, man? <laughs> Who, Who knows? Who knows and I love that. I love that. Because we can that. sit here, we can podcast about it, we can talk about it, we can think about it. It's like how Star Wars used to be when we only had three movies or six movies. Yeah. You know, we, we didn't know what was coming next. We didn't have it telegraphed who had the fucking trilogy coming, you know, about the Old Republic or whatever. We didn't know what was coming next, and we didn't have all the fucking answers. And we don't have all the answers now, even though this fun, this fucking episode gave us a lot of answers. Oh it God. still gave us so many more questions. <laughs> and that is what good Star Wars is about, is giving you ton of questions to talk about right. to think about that's where our fandom comes from at least for me is like oh, wondering the about here. these yeah. awesome things that you don't know what they are like when we we watched the original trilogy when we were kids adam and they said the word clone wars we were like what the, the fuck, fuck are the clone, clone wars, wars. Right. and they didn't tell us for so long dude right you know and it's like then we find out what the clone wars was it's like oh hell yeah Right. It's it's the coolest thing. And it, that's what good stories do, though. Right? That's what this is supposed to do. It's supposed to get you this... Ex- it's just... There's so many possibilities, and I'm excited about it. Like, that's... It, it feels great. Like, keep this going. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's keep please. doing this, man. Please. And and I have all faith that as long as Filoni and Favreau stay involved, that it'll be awesome. So Yeah, I agree. This was a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. My voice is dying, so I got to cut it off here. It's all uh, good, man. Anthony, do you want anybody to connect with you on social media or anything? You don't have uh, to. But if you want to sure. give out any plugs, I mean, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I have a Twitter, uh, Chewy891. That's my Twitter. Uh, on Facebook, I'm you know just Anthony Portuguese. Um, I do have a Twitch. Uh, same thing, Chewy891. Um, I do have a YouTube channel where every now and then I drop some random videos and random stuff. Uh, also, same thing, Chewy891. I Chewy talk about anime. Yeah, cool. I'll, I'll do some anime sometimes. Um, I talk sports when I want to talk shit about sports. Um, just anything. If there's anything on the top of my head that I want to talk about. Oh, I have a lot of Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff on there, too, if you ever want to check it out. Um, cool, we'll put a We'll put a link to your YouTube channel on uh, the Radio yeah. Free Galaxy page. So. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. It was really fun having you on the episode. Adam, thank you as always. And this has been Radio Free Galaxy reviewing episode or chapter 13 of The Mandalorian. See you next time. See you guys.